today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by Brendan Jeffreyon. How are you, Brendan? It's good to be back. It's good to be back. We got you back because today's wall-to-wall-to-wall reality. We love it. We love reality TV and some of this stuff is just nuts. We're going to open by talking about the arrest video for Jocelyn, Jocelyn Hernandez from Love and Hip Hop. And she's got her own show, Jocelyn's Cabaret. The arrest video just came out um, when she was fighting with Big Lex. And man, it is crazy arrest video. We're going to talk about Jonah Hill and the texting scandal that's happening. Well, Bethany Frankel weighed in. And finally, we're going to talk to you about Kim and Croy are uh, Back together, which I, I just can't understand. It's the messiest divorce ever, and now they're back together. Great. Happy. All is well in the world. All is well in the world. In their but world. Let's talk about, I mean, this is maybe the craziest arrest video I've ever seen. It's it's crazy in the sense that it kind of, to me, it starts out calm, and then she kind of lashes out at the police and, you know, starts, like, mouthing off at them, and then it's, like, almost like they've had enough of it. And that's when they put her down on the ground. Didn't you kind of feel like it started off somewhat calm? Well, I mean, it before the even the arrest video cuts in, we we've seen the video that you know came before, which is her like going crazy, nearly killing Big Lex. Like just optically, it looked like she was about to kill her. Um, and Big Lex then called the cops on Jocelyn, and you could see why because it was nasty sort of like violent um, incident at backstage at the Floyd Mayweather fight. Um, and now we get this arrest video. And yeah, she she isn't throwing hands at the cops when the video starts. starts. But then she kind of starts to. It kind of escalates. And then they keep telling her or through parts of it, they keep asking her to calm down. And she starts mouthing off and she starts saying, you know, all different kinds of slurs and obscenities. And she's kind of making threats during parts of it. Um, and then that's when they put her down. They handcuff her. They say, you know, one of the officers says, OK, now you're getting arrested. So kind of for a minute there made you think maybe she wasn't gonna get arrested yeah i guess if they're announcing it now yeah but um and then they obviously you you know you see this video it's about a three minute video on our website three and a half minutes and it plays out and uh you know they're carrying her through hallways and down corridors pick her up like like a screaming child at a mall right so they have these these two officers on one side and then they've got two officers because she starts kind of kicking kicking her legs at one point so they've got officers holding her legs then they get her out to like a, what looks like a parking garage and they've got her down on the ground and then they finally load her into the police car. Let's listen to some of it now. And we actually have to give a bit of a warning before playing this because it is slur-ridden, obscenity-ridden. It is just wild video and audio. So let's play it now. Touch me. I don't want no white man. No one's going to touch you. Shut up, bitch. Oh, you shut up, bitch. What? You should come on. Um, it all starts because she threw her phone at a cop and then started hitting another. It is just, what is this woman doing? Like, who is she? What's like that lunge with the phone is kind of, I think what did like where she got in trouble. Uh, yeah, right? I mean, because everything's calm, and then she kind of, you know, she's obviously still filled with anger 
from whatever had just happened, the fight that had happened um, outside in the hallway. And you can tell she's just still so upset about the look on whatever happened between her and her. And it's like she lunges at what I would assume is a cop. Um, yeah. You can't see who she's lunging at, but one would assume, I guess, it's a cop because the other cops kind of come in. Uh, but it's just a chaotic scene behind the scenes there. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they were trying to calm her down and they were giving her the opportunity to calm down. Um, but she's off, obviously, you know, filled with rage over over the whole situation and everything that's going on back there. Yeah, look, I mean, maybe they weren't going to arrest her when they first sort of like you know, got to the scene. But after they had after they had seen the video that came out and went viral of the fight with Big Lex, she was gonna get in trouble for that. But now that you know, you you just add to the rap sheet. Um, she's on at least four charges, including trespassing and battery. And my takeaway from this, apart from just like Jocelyn Hernandez, is just the most mind blowing individual. Like how you can do that to cop like on video. I, I didn't even get it, but. Now I kind of want to watch her show. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, in a situation like that, I kind of, you know, she's done so much reality TV over the years. I mean, she's a big star in reality TV. Um, you know, I wonder if producers were wishing they were filming at the time. I mean... Well, they've got all the footage now. Anyway. Yeah, I guess they could obtain this body camera. It's crazy. I mean, and then she went on and she created merchandise, I guess, out of the whole situation by putting... She took the picture of her mugshot. Put it on and put it on merch, <laughs> and is selling it. I mean, listen, I admire I, that. I admire hey, that. you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have to go through all of that. You might as well, you know, capitalize, capitalize off of it. I guess. But like, I was going through her Instagram you know, this morning, and she's got you know season four of her show. I, I'd never even heard of her personally. Like season four of her show, Jocelyn's Cabaret, coming out, which. Is, is is basically, is she just like auditioning girls for a cabaret and they live in a house and fight she, each other? She has, I'm telling you, she has ruled the reality TV world for a very long time. I didn't even know season four of that show. Well, c here you go. So see? Put it on your- This is going to give her a season, would you say season four she's I know, doing now? It's, it's, so it's, season five will be already, it's probably already locked. It's, it, I mean, it is. Like her fate is sealed. It's, it's, it's crazy how you can do something this like unhinged and it's just so good for your life. Again, and and we still don't know what the whole the argument between her and, and Big Lex, right? But Big Lex was on Jocelyn's cabaret at one point in time, that TV show. And I know that you know when all this was going on, when this the day of, we were digging and digging and talking to you know sources that were in both of their camps, and we just couldn't get to the bottom of what was the fight about. Snitches get stitches. But it makes you wonder: Are they waiting? Oh, for the show to for come the out. next season. Well, I mean. I'll watch now. And it's just like, my God, this is just reality TV gold. And we're on a reality TV gold train lately. Are you ready to shop? Ragaton's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Ragaton is how in the no shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. 
Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. And let's keep on <laughs> chugging. Oh, that's a boat, actually. Let's keep on on the rails. No, let's get off the rails. Bethany Frankel has weighed in on the Jonah Hill saga. This is just another just mind-blowing reality thing. I, I just... This one kind of drives me crazy because... Fill us Bethany, in, fill us in. Bethany, okay, so you know, there's this whole thing. Jonah Hill's the ex-girlfriend. She, over the weekend, came out and posted all these text messages that she claims are between her and him. While they were together like a year ago. Right, while they were together. A lot of people said, you know, we're accusing him of being misogynistic, that the text messages were misogynistic and all of that. It's, I mean, you take it how it is. I guess everyone is open to their own opinion, right? right? I was reading a lot of comments online over the weekend, just heavily on social media. I saw a lot of comments going in the direction of almost being on more Team Jonah's side in the sense yeah. of, listen, when you're dating someone, everyone has an expectation they have different wants and needs yeah so there and were deal breakers and red flags and things that you got to communicate that to a partner if you want right. a success you got to have a good open communication about your likes and dislikes otherwise the relationship might not work right so you had a lot of people you know going that way then you had a lot of people also you know going the misogynistic way anyway so now bethany frankel has chimed in and she's calling you know jonah this low-grade dick yeah, we can say, we can, can swear on the podcast. Yeah, um, let's actually let's actually listen to Bethany's Bethany's like I think it's the Instagram uh, story right now. My perspective is the following: I did the Tonight Show with Jay Leno, and Jonah Hill was the first guest, and he was a low grade dick. Still, these texts seem crazy, and there are texts that I've sent to people and that people have sent to me that would seem nuts in a vacuum. And I want to know from you where the line is in what texts and phone calls should be shared. Are texts free game, like fair game? Has he abused her in a way that she, this is a cry for help and she needs help and she will not be silenced anymore? Because they both seem a little nuts. Like, this is kind of crazy. Not only is um, those texts came out about, you know, their back and forth and misogynistic type stuff, but she also put up new texts last night. Um, basically saying, um, exposing that she wasn't happy that Joni Hill had broken up with her and called things off officially, like the day he was pictured with this new one, this new girl that he's now got a baby with. Um, and so she texted him that day and she put up these screenshots saying that Jonah should, I'd appreciate if you made that woman aware how recently you've been flirting with me, sexting, sexting with me, leaning on me for partner level emotional support. And so... This is just a jilted ex who's really pissed that she wasn't kind of that one, the woman of, she loves Jonah Hill. She's got a lot of, you know, emotion towards him. Um, man, what do you think about all of this now? Well, the Bethany thing, I have a lot to say about that okay. because Bethany Frankel has an opinion about everything. Her mm -hmm. TikTok every day, she's commenting on every damn thing out there we'd love to i'd love to see some text messages that bethany frankel said that she <laughs> said there anyways um for the, for the jonas stuff i think that if this girl feels this way it's i think this is going to sc screw her up in the long run because if i was 
she's never going to date a celebrity again. No. Because she's revealing all these private text messages. So any what celebrity is going to want to date this girl now? Because what? they're going to be like, who, okay, who, well, who, who, if, if, if it doesn't end how she wants it to end, she's just going to drop the, the receipts. I think this is something that should be handled privately. Yes. On the other hand, you also have it from the point in these text messages that you're bringing up now where she's saying they came out on the day that he was photographed with a new woman. Mm. So maybe he went out with this new woman not realizing that the cameras were following him well, and he's, he got he's caught. Gotta re- he's got to realize that, you know, he's Jonah Hill and he that, that that this is the big issue with being a celebrity. This is a really big downside that you can't it's hard sort to of sneak around. It's hard and, and and that's what Jonah basically said as well like when you uh, ha- live like a public life like this, it's not like you can kind of have a messy unclear end to one relationship and start a new one because we all sort of like when we're single sort of dabble or whatever like that, but if one knows about the other because of your public and they they, they screenshot all your stuff as dirt it, this is a messy, hard situation. I feel sorry for Jonah in this. I, you know, I do, and I, I mean, she's obviously broken about this. But I'm thinking maybe she needs to get some therapy. Well, talk Jonah, to a therapist. Jonah offered to pay to for be, it all. Yeah, and to be going on social media and posting all this, it screams a little bit crazy. Yeah, it, I mean, I would be turned off by someone like this. Like, for if if I was someone that thought, oh, she's hot, maybe I'll go after her and now knowing she's single, now I've been turned off because she's just airing the dirty laundry instead of trying, who knows, maybe she tried to handle it with him behind the scenes. Well, to, be, to begin with, I thought that she was trying to make some point, some, you know, feminist, you know, anti-misogynist Right, the ones point. from the weekend. Yeah, she, yeah. Was try- she was trying to like do stand up for something. But now that she's just like, her, her Instagram is littered with various screenshots of different little arguments, different things that happen. She is just an ex-girlfriend who wishes she was a main girlfriend. You know, she she wishes she was the one with the baby with Jonah. This, this is how it seems to me anyway. And that she obviously not... still has feelings for him and he doesn't have feelings for her. Yeah, He's moved on and she hasn't. Yeah. Um, that's the way it, it, it reads, I think. And so, man, how embarrassing for both of them. I feel for Jonah Hill, but... Oh, God. It's not a good look for anyone. I think she needs to talk it out with someone. Well, as I said... Behind the scenes. Jonah Hill, in one of the screenshots, offered to pay for a therapy. Therapy. And maybe that's condescending, but (laughs) he offered to pay for a therapy. I think she should have taken him up on it. I think maybe. I don't know if the offer is still there. (laughs) I don't know either. (laughs) On to our final story. Kim Zolciak and Croy Beeman, they were going through one of the messiest divorces, most acrimonious divorces ever with, you know, he he said, she said, name calling, you know, different like uh, abusive accusations. I mean, we were being told they hated each other. They're back together. They're back. How? How? Church. God. Okay. Allegedly. So God is the matchmaker. So, uh, yeah, it's the whole thing is crazy because I've talked to multiple people around both of them. And what's weird here is it's like, like I said, I mean, two weeks ago, we did a story that they were telling people they absolutely hated each other. Mm. And then we get these, last Sunday, we get video of them at this church in Atlanta. Yeah. And they've got their four kids, the, you know, the young kids, and they're walking in a church. And we're kind of like looking at it, and it's like, wow, they don't really seem like they hate each other. I mean, it's not like they're walking in a church holding hands and, you know, but they're together. showing PDA, but they're together. As if a family. If you hate each other and you're going through a divorce... I mean, unless you're trying to put on some united front 
for the press or the public, I mean, what's but they've been the doing anything doing that? but doing that for like a couple months now. It's like showing that they're enemies, right? And, and so then it's weird that they'd be seen together. And then on Friday, it's like I'm just sitting at my desk, and like our court team sends these documents, and it's like filed to dismiss wow. divorce. I'm like, what? So Kim is a longtime believer. Croy apparently. You know, is a new born again-ish type. Yes. Apparently, from what I have been told, Croy has been really like walking around their house, literally holding the Bible, reading the Bible. Is that true? And it's like, apparently like, you know, this new thing for him where he's like, real. I mean, he's been religious for years, but it's kind of like a new thing in the sense that he's leaning back into it. They say death. I mean, come on. Death can he make believers out of people, but can divorce? Yeah, I don't know. I I think there's more to the story here, right? Like, these are reality TV stars. Right. The people that I have spoken to insist that they're not working to get a show right now, that there's nothing in development, that they're not in talks. I don't know if I believe it. I right. think there's something going on here. And you also have to remember... The current season of Real Housewives of Atlanta is currently airing, which means the casting producers for the show, if they haven't already, are going to start looking at who do we want to bring back for next season? Who do we want to this get is, rid of? This is an audition tape. Is there a role for Kim? Right. Or can we Kim bring... needs the money. They both need the money. Oh, I mean, they're, there's, they're facing multiple lawsuits. He's being accused of you know, owing hundreds of thousands of dollars on a Bentley that they've they've used as a family car. The house was in foreclosure at one point. They need money. Yes, they're so stronger together. So how can you say they don't want to get back on reality TV? If Andy Cohen called Kim tomorrow and said, well, we will sign you for next season 100%. at X amount of money. We need to. We can't say you no. You can't tell me she wouldn't say no. I think, yeah, yes. this is their, their marriage right now, I think, is like a business arrangement. It's like we're stronger together than apart. We're more valuable, you know, together than apart. Mm -hmm. um, we need to f figure out for our kids how to get out of this deep hole we're in. So have a lot of people to pay back. We've got a lot of people to pay back. And so I think that if we divorce and try to figure out our own lives and that is not a way to get out of this mess. I think, I, I think soon maybe like the next thing we see is you know, they they put the house on the market or something. It's a nice house. It's in a nice neighborhood in Atlanta. You could probably get four or five, I don't know, million out of it. So there's some nice money there. They get back on a TV show. What I about mean, Don't Be like, Tardy? They used to have their own show. The producers from um, Marriage Boot Camp should be calling. Is that show still a thing? They should be calling, well, signing them up. I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you, Charlie, these people that I talk to are adamant that they have no interest in doing reality TV right now. I call bullshit. Okay, there we go. Bravo, Brendan. That's his lock for the week. In a, in a month, we'll be talking about them getting some reality TV deal. Like you said, don't be tardy. It. Like, they could bring that back. I mean, Bravo canceled it after eight seasons. That doesn't mean another network can pick it up. Totally. Bravo doesn't want it. I want to see that show. I want to see the Jocelyn Hernandez show. I want to see the Jonah Hill show. I love reality TV. I'm here for it all. And okay. there's plenty of platforms for it. Well, thank you very much for joining me today, Brendan. Always fun. And we'll see you here tomorrow.